T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. All right, welcome back on the show, everybody, as we uh, turn our attention now to University of Miami women's basketball and joining us, Hurricanes head coach Katie Meyer. And uh, before we jump into uh, where your your team is at right now, um, Merry Christmas. Hope you have a really happy holiday, a Merry Christmas, and Happy New Year. I'm sure we'll talk before the New Year, but uh, Christmas coming up, so Merry Christmas. Thank you, and Happy Holidays to all the Canes family. All right, so uh, your latest stop was Tallahassee, Florida State. Uh, a real battle there, 92-85 game. Florida State really good on offense, and uh, your team showed a lot of grit and moxie in that one but came up a little bit short. Yeah, I mean, it's it's shocking that you score 85 in the conference opener on the road and come out with a loss. You know, that's just our defense is not where it needs to be. Um, but one of the one of the – quandaries of that game in preparation is you know they're incredibly talented offensive team so if you don't sort of play possession for possession um the game can get away from you and it started to get away from us in the first quarter there we were trying to control the game so we had to speed it up to in order to catch up in order to you know close the gap and we did i thought we did a fantastic job i my team made the most adjustments um we played small ball we played double bigs we i mean we we played six different defenses um it was just a high level basketball game and i think um they require that i mean they're, they're extremely talented in the open court and um so i think uh we're finding out a little bit more of who we are and how we're going to win some acc games but that that felt for the first time this year i think maybe the the michigan game the florida game and now this game felt like okay we can go toe-to-toe we're going to battle now we just got to figure out how to control it from the jump and um start the first quarter and the, and the third quarter a little bit better um because we've been winning we've been winning the second and in, in, in the fourth pretty pretty consistently we've been playing really well so we're about there we're, i like the team and i really loved i mean it was incredibly intense with the communication and the adjustments and players and the timeouts giving suggestions and talking about matchups and i mean every second of that game was just complete battle so um, um and that's what it needs to be when it's miami florida state you uh, you fell behind in the game, like you mentioned, and you were discussing your defense. Uh, maybe to expand on that, in the second quarter, you had uh, six stops on seven Florida State possessions. Do you take that little part of the game maybe and say, okay, this is where our defense needs to be? Well, it's crazy because um, we we were really small. Like we had to go, we had some foul trouble in the post. And, I mean, Kyla Olaker's just about ready. She had some four or five minutes for us. I mean, we got to increase that. And I think we're going to be a really special program, but you know, that's, we've been trying to be real patient there, but we didn't, 
a lot of our defensive havoc when like Destiny Harden was playing the center, you know, <laughs> like how are we getting away with this? But what happens is, you know, sometimes just making a change affects the other team and maybe they're too focused on, you know, you could hear them saying, go inside, go inside, but we wouldn't let them. And so, you know, that's how we have been successful in the ACC is these multiple defenses and different looks. And, and, um, and so, you know, there were some strange lineups out there, but, um, you know, I think that moving forward, I think that our players were in whatever it takes sort of mentality. And it was really, I mean, it was really, we were competitive from the start to the end of that game and really dug deep. And in the locker room after the game, we were all disappointed that we lost, but I think they all were kind of nodding their heads like, okay, we get it now. You know, you talk about details all the time at practice and discipline and, and you know, how, you know, a little six Oh run can really break your back and, but a seven Oh run can break their back. And it was a game of runs. And um, I think we get it now. I think we're going to be, we're in good shape. Yeah. You, you look at the stats and you go, well, these are winning. These are all winning numbers on, on offense. You have, Four players in double figures, two 20-point scores. Yeah, yeah. And we out-rebounded them, which is Herculean. I mean, like I said, we were playing pretty small. Haley Cavender's in there rebounding against 6'4 and 6'5 and um, an athletic 6'4 and 6'5, and she's in there battling. You know, Lachey Dwyer had a game of her career and um, had a tough technical there, a double tech. Uh, it, it got really chippy. It got real physical. Um, you know, they always see the – the retaliation, right? So there was a lot of stuff going on off the ball. I don't know if they showed it on TV as much or caught it on the radio, but there was a lot of stuff going on in that game. It was, I mean, I, I felt like I had to protect my players. I got pretty vocal. So it was a heck of a battle. I mean, it was what you expect from Miami Florida state, but I'm telling you what Miami did not back down and we were there to win it. And um, next time we play him, we plan on winning. Yeah. Well, you just started the ACC season and uh, you kind of have a new team here. So now I guess uh, after, as you mentioned, kind of you, you played Florida State, Florida, Michigan, uh, your team probably uh, getting closer to the identity you want. And, and now they know what it takes to to win in four quarters of the ACC, because uh, these are all going to be great battles coming up. Yeah. I mean, the next game being Notre Dame, which, you know, they went to Virginia Tech in the top five, top five matchup, you know, Notre Dame at Virginia Tech, the top five matchup, and Notre Dame came in with the win at Virginia Tech, and that was their last game. So the conference is um, crazy good. I mean, we have five people in the top 30 in the net rankings and um, five, five programs in the top 30, and then the rest of us are in the top 100. I mean, it's, it's crazy. So, um it's as good as it's ever been. I mean, it's, it reminds me of my first year here where we had three of the four teams in the final four. And I was like, what have I done? You know, I think that's quite possible um, this year in the ACC as well. We, we're not just, we're not just top heavy though. I mean, the, the bottom, nobody's bad. And so um, it's, it's, you know, I just keep saying, you know, I like the trajectory of my team. I like our growth and I really feel like, um, you know, usually we're starting the ACC after Christmas, and we just had the one game before. But I think we're we're primed and ready. I mean, we're playing as well as we we have all year, and that's what you want right now. Yeah, I was going to say maybe to expand on the AC, on the ACC for a moment. Um, what what have you seen in the conference the last couple of years to make it even better than maybe your first? I don't know, ten years in the league. It seems like more and more talent is pouring into the league. Well, yeah, I mean, I think the biggest change in the ACC on the basketball side um, 
and I've been here long enough. It was the, you know, when, when we went and we got the, the Louisville's and the Notre Dame's and the, and the Syracuse is like, wow, like that was a huge, and all that, that first conference shift. I thought that made a big difference. And what happened was it was a different brand of basketball, honestly, on the women's side. Um, those big East schools had, had, they ran a little bit more of a, I don't know, tactical, technical, um, like really, chess game type basketball the acc as it were prior was and the women's side was really athletic you had to have an athletic four player you needed to press people were running they were doing a lot of just um isolation kind of one-on-one two-man ball screen reads and stuff and so as it blended um you can build you can win in this league a, a lot of different ways you know and so i think what happened is i thought the the level of the technical tactical um the ACC schools had to improve. And I think the Big East schools went and got a little bit more athletic, you know, so it elevated both sides of the equation and it's just insane. I mean, the recruiting and the, and the, the postseason performances and the success that people are having is just, um, I mean, I, you know, I, I got our team ready prior to before we left for Florida state and I read them the accomplishments of the ACC so far and, against the SEC, against the Big Ten, against the Pac-12. We have beaten every conference, like every non-conference. We, we won every battle. Um, you know, we're more wins against the SEC. Like, we are the best conference in the nation. Without question, it's on paper. It's obvious. So um, there's sometimes the SEC kind of has that argument. But this year, the ACC has been outperforming every conference. Uh, before I uh, dive into Notre Dame and some other, uh, what else is coming up, uh, inside the ACC, and I don't want to forget this. Number one, happy birthday. We missed that the other day. So happy birthday. And, and number two, since um, you're, you're one of those, I guess you would call lucky ones, whose birthday bumps up against Christmas, ha- did, you, did you always get, you know, two celebrations? <laughs> Joe, I'm the youngest of eight. We were lucky <laughs> if we got one celebration. <laughs> I never even had my own bathroom or bedroom growing up, so I sure didn't have my own birthday celebration. <laughs> um, you know, I love my parents. They've done a fantastic job. But, they, you know, I, I, being the baby, I did get some special treatment. I did have some time alone with my parents. I was the only kid at home for a little bit. But um, other than that, yeah, I mean, I got left at church one time. They didn't even notice they left me. And the, the nuns and the priests had to call my parents and say, uh, we have your daughter. And I had said my name was Catherine Ann Myers. So when the nun called my mom and said, we have your daughter, Catherine, my mom's like, we have your daughter, Kathy. My mom's like, we don't have a Kathy. And she realized, wait a minute, it's Kate. And they all got back in the van and drove back to church. And she made them put their Sunday outfits on again to make sure those people knew that it wasn't like child neglect. They just had seven others and they just forgot one of them. So, so that's so, my life. So you were the original Home Alone. You were the original Home Alone. <laughs> Home Alone is based on your story. Yeah, not such a great movie in the uh, the church festival, but uh, yeah, that's that's it's a true story. It's a very very true story. So, uh, but uh, I've recovered. I recovered. <laughs> well, with all those uh, uh, with a family that size, I guess that's where you uh, picked up some of your competitiveness as well. <laughs> exactly. Hey, listen now. If we, you know, those Girl Scout cookies would come out, or ho hos, you know, and there'd be eight eight ho hos in the box, and I would you know, figure out if I don't grab one of these quick, I'm not getting one. So, uh, yeah, you end up being first at the table and you end up eating real fast so that you can get seconds, even if you're not sure you like the meal, but it's competitive. Just even when I'm walking down the street to this day, I am 55 years old right now. If I'm walking down the street and there's someone in front of me without even realizing it, I try to beat them to the next stop sign. (laughs) I have no idea that I'm doing it is just part of my nature. 
No, that's good. That's very funny. Very, very funny. Um, okay, uh, Notre Dame is the next challenge, and as it stands right now, they've got five players in double figures, led by uh, Olivia Miles. So five players averaging double figures between 10 points and 15 points per game. Yeah, and that's a little bit more of kind of our our, our formula. Like um, they'll they'll a player will pop up and have twenty five on occasion. Um, someone who's averaging twelve might have six one day. They'll do whatever it takes. They're an incredibly balanced team. Um, really respect their program. Always have um, love playing the game. Um, it'll be it'll be another one of those things where. Um, you know, which which team controls the game, which team upsets the other team, right? Because their composure is pretty high level. So uh, we got to, we got to, when we get them back after Christmas, we're, we're going to be talking a lot of defense. You know, the, um, offensively, we're almost 20 points above what we were scoring last year, which has been a big focus of mine, just trying to make sure that, um, you know, but as you increase your possessions, you know, you increase the uh, opponent's possessions and their scoring goes up quite a bit too. I think it's more along the lines of the style that we need to play. We just got to show up our defense. You get a New Year's Day game this year uh, at Pittsburgh. New Year's Day, I guess, squeezed in between all the bowl games. Uh, But you'll be celebrating New Year's in Pittsburgh, so a New Year's Day game. Right. I don't think we've ever done that. I thought the ACC kind of tried to avoid that, but um, the way the calendar falls and the way we're, you know, expanding our games and um, we actually lost a week this year just on scheduling the way they did it. So there's, you know, a couple teams have already played two ACC games on the women's side. Most of everybody's played one, um, but it's a little, it's a week or so, so earlier. So we couldn't, we couldn't pass on the, the New Year's Day game. So we're doing it. And then the uh, Notre Dame game, December 29th, that's a home game, Watsco Center. Uh, 6 p.m. start, Notre Dame and Miami at home at the Watsco Center. And uh, crowds have been pretty good for both the men and the women, so we had to keep that trend going. Oh, yeah. I mean, this game's huge. You know, it's huge. It's a real opportunity for us. And, um, we, you know, I love the energy in our Florida game. Uh, I think it's going to be another battle just like that. And, I mean, we are playing some very entertaining basketball, and, and um, if we just keep encouraging these young ladies, I, I think, you know, as we mature and as, as our experience together grows, um, we're going to pull off these games. Uh, do your players go home for the holidays, and how will you spend Christmas? Yeah, it went um, – yeah, we are <laughs> – we have quite a diverse team, so going home is yeah. it's it's hard to explain, you know, exactly what home is. But um, a couple of our international uh, young people didn't have enough time to go home. Home, um, they'll go to someone they know in, in the country. A couple of them are here. I'll be back in Miami tomorrow. I'm in Atlanta real quick, and I'll be back in Miami tomorrow. So um, I'll be celebrating in Miami with a couple of the players will be there, and then most of them um, are, are with their families. And in your household, uh, what do you serve on Christmas Day? Turkey, ham? Do you have a specialty? Um, the funnest tradition I had growing up with the 10, family of 10, is we would do fondue on Christmas oh. Eve. So I try to I try to sneak a fondue in, and then and then it just, uh, that's usually a Christmas Eve tradition. And then after that, we it, it, it gets flexible depending on the numbers on Christmas Day. So, let me tell you a great secret, but this has to be a smaller party. Joe's takeaway if you like stone crabs. <laughs> I did ship three pounds of stone crabs to my parents in Chicago. Um, that's their Christmas gift. Well, one of their Christmas gifts, but I forgot to send the crackers, so they don't have stone crab claw stone crab claw crackers in Wheaton, Illinois. So I just said, get a hammer, figure it out. <laughs> so that, 
hopefully they enjoy that in the blizzard that they're suffering through right now. All right. Well, enjoy the time you have with your family. Uh, Thank you. And uh, Merry Christmas. We look forward to watching the way this team, uh, way things unfold here with yeah. the ACC as uh, we get back into it December 29th. But I think you're in for a wild, uh, very successful yeah. ride. And again, Merry Christmas. Probably some great games. Okay. Thanks. Happy holidays, everyone. All right, that's uh, University of Miami head coach Katie Meyer. Thank you for joining us on the show. We uh, hope everybody has a Merry Christmas. We'll rejoin you next week with the Hurricane Hotline. Of course, Hurricanes basketball returns on December 28th when Miami takes on Vermont at the Wasco Center. Thanks to everybody that joined us on the show, including Katie Meyer and uh, Jim Laranega. Josh Paid also with us, Seth Greenberg, Danny Garcia, our producer. Uh, And once again, happy holidays and Merry Christmas, everyone. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.